Hey guys, welcome back to Nomad Wolf. You're listening to episode 39. We're going to be going over new ways that I build motivation for myself during this uncertain time. So yeah, hope you guys enjoy. Ever miss the mark you set for yourself? You may be left vulnerable, feeling stuck in a low point, questioning your abilities to go out and perform what's staring back at you again. But in the midst of this dark time, you begin again, step by step, this time a bit smarter. But what's changed? Your approach. You've asked for help along the way, and those people have begun to light your path with answers and belief. My name is Glenn Gabriel, and this is the Nomad Wolf Podcast, a show about life, sport, business, and everything we could eat in between. We connect with high performers, endurance athletes, biohackers, mindset coaches, and pretty much anyone around the world with the appetite to challenge their potential, thus uplifting and unlocking everyone else's ability to seek theirs. So whether you're going from couch to 5k, or you're a long workout weekend warrior, we hope you find what you've been looking for, or what's been looking for you. Hey guys, so I thought it would be kind of cool to read a recent article that I wrote on the Nomad Wolf blog. It's called Four Steps to Build New Motivation with No Finish Line in Sight. And I guess this is in reference to, you know, obviously races are canceled. Um, So there really is no finish line in sight during this time. And it's kind of hard to find and cultivate motivation. Um, I've struggled with it and I have kind of done more research into it and tried to find new ways to build up new motivation. So I I really hope this resonates with you and helps. So yeah, let's begin. Another Saturday, another long run. It's been like this for a while now, but due to COVID-19, it seems to be more of a mind game to get out of the door without having a race on the horizon. Like most people, I've used races as the quote-unquote star, to point my effort towards. My training was largely dictated by my race plans. Being the planning type of person, my year was usually well-crafted by balancing ideas of travel and ambition. Well, that doesn't mean anything these days since races and traveling are both out of the question. So, how have I been getting by without the use of this type of motivation? Well, by taking the time to find other types of motivation and then stoking them up. Sure, finding and using an extrinsic motivation can be easy. Extrinsic motivation like earning medals, competition, fear of failure, and attaining rewards can surely get us going. But during a time when extrinsic motivation can be somewhat of a scarcity, it might be time to double down on intrinsic motivation. And this is where things can become pretty difficult because it involves a lot of inner work, self-reflection, identity planning, and constant evolution. This four-step process might not always be fun, but it can serve as a fountain of fuel when the going gets tough. And I mean real tough. So step one, tap into what you're curious about. This might be an internal question like, do I have what it takes to do quote-unquote this thing in this amount of time. In this case, let's use this as an example. Do I have what it takes to train and finish a marathon in five months? 
But wait, isn't a marathon somewhat extrinsic? Yes, it can be viewed that way. So what I found that helps is kind of reframing it and supercharging it to the point where we can align it with a new identity. The reason we do this is because everybody loves a good story. It's why we love our deep, intimate sessions with Netflix, HBO, Hulu, etc. What we may also want is for a bit of our lives to play out like the movies or an awesome TV series. Yes, for most guys like myself, I still think about Entourage. Choosing a narrative for our life is where we get to flex our imagination. The questions we ask ourselves become deeper, and we get to visualize a future self with earned character traits. So reframing, quote unquote, do I have what it takes to run a marathon in five months time might look like, what would life be like if I was a runner or even a marathon runner? And a good question presents even more questions like, what other traits could I add to this future running self? Could this version of me be more responsible, more financially independent, weigh a couple pounds less, and be more inspiring when I have kids? The list can go on and on. And it's cool to let your imagination run wild here and dream big because this is your star and your true summit. Step two, create wins that's fun yet challenging for you. Now that you have an idea of this future you, it's time to figure out what miniature milestones could serve as a roadmap to unlocking this character. Remember that no goal or milestone can be too small, but it can be too big. And one surefire way to tell when your milestone is too big is by your actual execution of it. Let's say you're supposed to run 10 miles in a week, but you can only get maybe five miles out of your seven days. Well, maybe it's time you reformat your weekly milestones to be seven miles in a week. Do you think you can finish one mile a day? I'd start there because I truly believe that we can all complete at least one mile a day. By being able to celebrate a win after every single mile, you're already building more momentum towards the identity that you are a runner and a finisher compared to that one time you squeaked out five miles in seven days. You kind of get where I'm coming from. These bite-sized wins add up to bigger weekly wins and help shape who you're becoming. Another great thing to add is that there's a really good chance there will be a day where you will want to run more than one mile, maybe even three, maybe even five. It could even happen on multiple days, which segues perfectly into my next step. Step three, begin again every day and enjoy the ride. Just get started. I've lost count on days where I've woken up and the last thing I wanted to do was run. My alarm goes off. I hit the snooze twice, and when I finally get up, my legs are still sore from the previous workout. And this might be particular to me considering where I live in Thailand, but if I'm out of the door later than 10 a.m., I can count on the sun and humidity making my workout feel like the hardest one I've ever done. 80% of the time, every time. But regardless of how I'm feeling, I usually give myself the chance to see if I can change my mood after 10 minutes. If I'm really not feeling it, then that's just the outcome of the day, and I'll allow myself the space to call it in early. But only after I get myself out of the door in the first place, and the chance to change my mind. And you know what happens? Once I'm out there, 
I'm usually staying out there to play the game against myself and complete my workout. It's really what it all boils down to. During your run, ride, swim, or workout, you'll be playing against your mind, trying your best to answer the same questions that got you into this game in the first place. Except this time, the question is substituted with the milestone. Do you have what it takes to run 5 miles today? Will I be proud of myself after I complete this workout? Can I make it to that stoplight before I take a water break? That's why I find it so important to see how I feel after 10 minutes, or even after you're out the door, or even after you have your shoes on. Give yourself the opportunity to answer that question, because it'll give you the opportunity to become that person. And this is where I've been able to live, somewhat thrive, I guess, during this uncertain time. Like I said before, there are loads of days where I don't feel like running, even while I'm running. But I admit that I've never regretted a run after I come back from one. And that gives me new motivation in the face of minimal extrinsic motivation. Because I know I ran for me and for nothing else. I've been able to reframe each day as an event with its own finish line. I find myself answering questions like, will I be able to get my run in before work in the morning? Or will I able to get close to eight hours of sleep? Or how do I give myself a chance to be even more productive and even more on top of my work today? By treating each day as an event, I'm able to try and stay in the moment more. You know, I'm anxious enough. Given the current pandemic situation we live in today and the other worst case scenarios that my mind makes up on the daily, even without the presence of COVID, I find it super helpful to just take a step back and realize that I'm way better playing this game to the best of my ability each day with somewhat good habits and intentions that hopefully result in a better me later in the future. Step four, recognize your wins and continue to play with your new identity. If you're doing step three, then you're already in the process of becoming the character you envision for yourself. Although step four is the last of the steps in this article, it doesn't mean that there's an end. We're humans, and naturally our goals will adapt based on our desire for more. And that's cool as long as you temper it with small wins and a love for the process, which is mostly step three. But also recognize that the moment you stop playing is the moment you lose whatever momentum you've built. We all know that it sucks to start over again in Pallet Town battling level three Pidgeys for experience. The game we're playing can be called I guess boringly called growth and improvement, but I like to call it self-discovery. It's cultivating a better you and that game doesn't stop. Imagine crossing a finish line and stopping everything you did after that moment. Would that character you imagined still maintain the traits that it earned while on its path if you didn't continue putting that energy into good use? The bigger question would be, what's next for you considering everything you've built? Back in 1977, Nike's first slogan was, quote-unquote, there is no finish line. To be honest, I didn't know that until writing this article, although I've heard that quote before. I've called on it countless times to give me perspective, inspiration, and allow me to endlessly try to embody this long-term philosophy. And although Nike didn't keep it as their slogan, they surely embodied it. They've evolved, diversified, and expanded. They've gone beyond their humble track roots in Oregon and inspired generations to quote-unquote just do it. 
And what have people done when they've accomplished what they originally set out to do? Well, they just do more. They just do more because they improve, they grow, and they become more of who they're set on becoming. Now, have you decided on who you're becoming? Anyways, thanks for listening. I really hope that these steps kind of resonate with you and you find it helpful during this, you know, obviously this quote unquote uncertain time. Here in Bangkok, the parks reopened, so it was actually pretty nice to run around there as opposed to running on the streets. But yeah, whatever you're doing, I hope that you're finding ways to mix things up and hopefully everything that you're doing is actually pointing to a vision that you want to realize. Anyways, I hope you guys take care and talk to you guys next week. Thank you guys for tuning in to this episode of the Nomad Wolf Podcast. It really means so much that you guys take the time out of your day to spend it with me and our guests. I really hope that today's content here and on the blog helps you on your path. If you're a new listener and like what you hear, feel free to hit the subscribe button. We'll be interviewing more Nomad Wolves and unpacking more secrets and stories that you don't want to miss. I'm going to leave you guys right here, but in the meantime, take care, take care of each other, stay present, and do your best to move forward, even if it's only a little bit. I'll catch you next time. Peace.